Welcome to Season 2 of Coastal Currents with Aaron Reed. This season is dedicated to interviews with mayoral and city council candidates running for the city of Powell River within the Cothed region during the 2022 municipal election. Here's your host, Aaron Reed. Welcome to Coastal Currents. I'm your host, Aaron Reed. Joining me for this episode is mayoral candidate Ron Wasnow. Ron is running in the October 15, 2022 municipal election. Here is Ron's submission. Ron Wasnow first visited Powell River in 1990 and has called Powell River home since 2012. He has 35 years of experience leading community organizations, companies, and government agencies and is known for his leadership, team building, and negotiation skills. Ron believes in community service. For the past decade, he has volunteered as a board member with Powell River organizations, including the First Credit Union, Powell River Assist, and the Library. He is president of the Westview Ratepayers Society and the Senior Citizens Association, and a member of the Legion and Sport Fishing Advisory Committee. As mayor, Ron would work with city managers and council to find solutions to the city's significant debt and carefully examine the justification for all new projects and programs, streamline the permit and development process with zero tolerance for favoritism and ensure transparency. You have a question, you will get an answer at monthly meetings with the mayor. A family man, Ron's children and grandchildren visit regularly. He is an avid fisherman and believes Powell River's natural beauty is second to none. He is committed to using his leadership experience and skills to create the change our city needs to grow and prosper. Please join me in welcoming Ron Wasnow. I'd like to welcome Ron Wasnow to the podcast. Thanks for coming, Ron. Thank you, Aaron. And you are running for mayor for the city of Powell River. That is correct. That's correct. So I thought, if you don't mind starting out, uh, telling me where you grew up. Sure. I grew up in Edmonton. Okay. I, uh, my mom was a single parent. Raised four of us, and we lived on the outskirts of uh, the south side of Edmonton. Wow. So you spent your whole childhood there? I was there until I was 21. Oh, wow. Okay. And what was that like? I loved it. I lived in a neighborhood that was really supportive. And so, because I was the youngest, Mom was usually busy with my older brother or older sisters, and so... I would go visit the Patricks, the Lents, the Moors. They all had 10 to 12 kids. Whoa. <laughs> and their mom always said, oh, Ron, you, you want to stay for lunch? You want to stay for dinner? <laughs> you know, and then we'd go kick the ball around, play different sports. So that was the environment. I, I grew up where your neighbors were part of your family if you ever needed anything. So it was literally it takes a village kind yeah, of thing. Definitely, yeah. Wow. So what is your favorite memory as a child? Well, that is an interesting question. I got a set of golf clubs when I was in grade nine. And I got taken down to the municipal golf course and actually got to play. And I think why that was so special is I grew up working different jobs from you know, starting when I was eight years old. So I used to go down to the municipal golf course and hunt for golf balls. Okay. And then sell them. Yeah. So the fact that here was this poor little kid that actually got to golf, <laughs> that was pretty exciting for me. 
That's awesome. What was the greatest opportunity you've had so far in your life? I would say it was helping the Polish government transition from communist rule to an independent country. Hmm. And so I spent two years, basically 1989 to 91, uh, helping them. And so the way that happened was there was a group of new members from Poland that came to Canada and they were looking for assistance on how do you start political parties, how do you organize the rules of the president. Hmm. And so as part of that two years, I spent a lot of time in Warsaw and Johnstochowa and you're not familiar with Polish territories, Chantahova is very special because that's where the Black Madonna Monastery is. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, so I got to experience firsthand the excitement of people when they could talk to people without wondering whether or not they were a communist spy or whether this was going to mean imprisonment. They could actually make decisions. They went to a bakery and there were like four different types of bread. <laughs> so for me, you know, coming from a, a democracy to see what this was meaning to people, you know, it, it was really special. And uh, yeah. Wow. That's hard to wrap your head around. <laughs> you know, that to be excited that you have a choice on your bread. Yeah. Wow. Well, the other thing that was really exciting was my best friend there, who was the member of parliament for Chanstohova, uh, he surprised me because he had arranged for me to meet with Pope Paul John II and get a ride in his Popemobile. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, really. And uh, what's really nice is uh, Merrick and I are still in touch. So he still lives in Chanstohova, and we're planning to get together next spring. Oh, <laughs> so. wow. I'm guessing you won't be riding the Pope Mobile this time, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we'll have fun. <laughs> what motivates you to work hard? I think my, my mom. Hmm. You know, we just grew up where everybody had something to do for the family. It was important. And as I mentioned earlier, people helping people was really important. So that was what I grew up with. You know, so I blame my mom for. <laughs> 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 but I, but I want to say that's why my sisters and I named a room after my mom at the library. It's the children's reading room. Okay. Because mom was the teacher, and she was so passionate about that, that she would get into these fights with the superintendent, because she would say, I'm not going to pass somebody just because they're too big for their desk. They have to learn how to read. <laughs> and I'm going to keep them in. Oh, you can't keep them in, Mrs. Wozno. That's <laughs> not allowed. I'm going to keep them in. So, yeah, that's, that's who I grew up with. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So running for mayor is a, is a big undertaking. What made you decide to put your name in for mayor this election? Well, I ran in 2018. And uh, Susan, who unfortunately passed away in January, 
was well known in the community because of her knitting skills and uh, lots of people would come up and say Susan it's really important that Ron run again <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down last October November and agreed that if a team was put together that I would run again because we just think that it's a lot of important issues to the community I have a particular skill set that everybody thought would help deal with those issues. So that's why I'm running. Okay. And I'm sorry about your wife, by the way. Thank you, Erin. As mayor, it will be your job to bring council together into one cohesive, respectful team uh, to work for the betterment of the city. How do you plan to do that? Well, I'm going to do what I've done most of my life. And that is... When there's something worth doing, you look for the skill set in people that can make that happen. So I've worked with the NDP, I've worked with the Liberals, I've worked with the Conservatives. But the key thing is, there was always somebody in those parties that believed in the value of what I was trying to do. And to me, it's, it's a no-brainer. Whoever gets elected to council is going to have a skill set and... They're not going to have run unless they believe they have something to contribute to Powell River. So I think I'm pretty good at finding what those skill sets are and building a team. Like, I'm not really skilled at anything other than building teams, <laughs> making things happen. <laughs> so, so, so people around town will say, uh, oh, um, can we help you with your signs, Ron? Because we don't want you going near a screwdriver. <laughs> no. Well, that's what happened at the barn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why I was never on the roof. <laughs> so which election issues do you feel most passionate about and why? Number one is taxes. And the reason why I feel passionate about that was again going back to my youth. Mom was lucky enough to have a father who could help build a house. But there was a mortgage on that house. And that was always a major concern because back then we knew of people who lost their house because they could not afford the mortgage for whatever reason. Really devastating. So when I looked at the rate increases of our taxes over the last 10 years, and then to hear a comment from council, well, if they can't pay their taxes, they just take out a mortgage. To me, that's unacceptable. So I want to work with the CAO and the finance person, the council, and say, how do we live within our means? So that somebody who's lived in their house for 61 years isn't going to have to face that nightmare decision, do I put a mortgage on or not? So that's, that's the number one thing. Okay. Is there anything else that, that is driving you or, or well, anything? Well, the, the name change. Okay. So I've been involved with Indigenous communities since 1990. That was the first time I came to Powell River, and, and I met that at that time he was referred to as the Chief of Slam. Right. But in 2008, Susan and I start 
an educational foundation. And the objective was to help indigenous students in high school who thought they might want to be a nurse, doctor, engineer, to have that opportunity to learn. So we set up a program where these young people could come to university for a week. They would live on campus, they would do research, whether it was on nutrition or kinesiology, and they would see this great support system that existed. And a lot of them decided, oh, I never thought I could do this, but I'm going to. And 15 of those students were from Clawman. Really? And what Susan and I did, we always talked with the parents before we would accept students. And in most cases, there were grandparents involved and, and everybody else. So we became quite welcome in probably 100 communities across Canada. And it gave us a real insight into the issues, but also that every First Nations community is unique and has to be respected and treated as a unique community. So in this case, They've requested a name change, but I think it's important that we in Powell River all have the opportunity to be listened to, to get information, and then each one of us gets to express an opinion, and if the majority go one way or the other, I'm sure that the First Nations will accept that for this point in time, this is where the residents of Powell River want to be. Okay. Excellent. There has, as in most elections, been a lot of focus put towards seniors and the issue facing that demographic. Our youth, however, specifically teens and young adults, often feel left out of consideration. What are your thoughts on the issues facing this age group locally? Well, <laughs> people have joked to me because uh, I maybe don't have any hair because I had three teenage daughters at one point. <laughs> so, although... I don't have a teenage daughter living with me at this moment. I went through that, and I know that they have things that are really important in their life. And we lived in Vancouver, so there was lots of opportunities for them to explore, whether it was the arts or sports. They could find something that would allow them to express themselves. So here in Powell River, I think we need to look at that and understand what can we do to provide that opportunity. I, I've had parents say to me, well, my son's not interested in going out because his friends are just going to smoke dope, and he is much more interested in doing something more artistic. So I would certainly make it a priority to find out the range of things that would be of interest to our younger population and then make it happen. Okay. So finish this sentence for me. Pal River is amazing because? The natural environment and the people. Okay. And another one. <laughs> Pal River could do better at? Now that's an interesting one. I'm not sure that there's anything it could do better at as, as the city, other than maybe ensuring that all the citizens that feel they have something to contribute would be given that opportunity to contribute. 
Okay. And I have one last question. Uh oh. <laughs> Tell me what it is that makes you the choice for voters when they take the box for mayor for the city of Power River. Well, I think I have a track record of being open, honest, and effective. And so, as I said earlier, I don't have a big ego because I really can't do anything other than organize teams and make good things happen. So I think if you want a mayor who's respectful of all of the skills that exist in the city and can bring those to help make Powell River a better place to live, that would be great. And I'll give you one example. So we all know the waste treatment plant. Before construction started, I went to council because there were two people in Powell River that had managed $100 million projects, water projects. Okay. And I had done one of those in China. And said to council, the three of us would like to be a volunteer oversight committee. We think our skill sets could, you know, help save a lot of money for the city. Mm -hmm. And I never got a single question, never got any interest. And so the first thing that happened was the city missed getting a federal permit. <laughs> so they had, they were paying contractors round the clock to sit there and do nothing because they couldn't do anything. And so they ended up having to fire the contractor. Now there's a big lawsuit. And the three of us just look at each other and say, wow, <laughs> you know, the first thing you do is make sure you got the permits you need. So that would never happen if I was mayor. If Aaron Reed came and said, it's really important that we include a podcast so young people in this community know the opportunities that exist to them, there'd be a podcast. <laughs> is there anything, because we still have time left, is there anything you wanted to talk about, have electors know or anything like that? Well, the opportunities, you know. So I have lived in six provinces. I've worked all over Asia, in Europe. And I don't know how many times I've sat there with friends and said, there's no competition for Powell River's natural beauty. It is second to none. And so we can build a lot of opportunities off of that. So everybody's talking about how do we attract companies here? Well, to me, it's a combination. We've got the natural beauty. We've got hiking trails. I've hiked in at least a hundred of them, and I love the fact that you get painted rocks put in various <laughs> places. Yeah. That sends a wonderful message to people that are trying to decide where should they relocate their company or should they bring 30 of their employees up here and find out what Powell River is all about. So that to me is, is really exciting. And the other thing is, if you look at the volunteers in Powell River, I'll be quite honest, I would say 80% of the volunteers that I've met are female with a lot of passion. It doesn't matter whether it's Kiwanis or the Senior Center, go on, you know? Yeah. But they're all volunteers. <laughs> and when, when somebody's looking to relocate, 
they sense whether or not the company that's they're moving in here has a community spirit. And one way of monitoring community spirit is the amount of volunteerism hmm. that goes on. Okay. And so that's why I think we've got real opportunities, but we've got to build a team that says we have to sell this. And to me, we sell it to people here in BC. I mean, we've had some very smart people that grew up here, left, open white spot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who hasn't eaten at a white spot, yeah. you know. So one of the first things I would do is get a hold of these people and say, hey, why don't you help us, <laughs> you know all about Powell River, identify, you know, companies that pay good salaries, <laughs> you know, and would bring, say, 30 of them back here and yeah. check it out. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today and spending a little time on the podcast. I appreciate it. And I appreciate the opportunity, Erin. Thank you. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of Coastal Currents with Erin Reed featuring Ron Woznow. For more information about Ron's campaign, you're invited to visit his website at woznowformayor.com. That's W O Z N O W F O R M A Y O R dot com. Until next time, this is Aaron Reed. Thank you for listening to Coastal Currents with Aaron Reed. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. For more interviews, visit coastalcurrents.ca or follow us on Facebook at Coastal Currents with Aaron Reed. Thanks again for listening.